0: and Justin.
1: Hey, it going? <laughs>
0: <laughs> 3 and D <laughs> episode 2. Uh we're back. We're back better than ever. Uh reeling from some some horrible early early season picks. Um but uh, <laughs> uh but we're here and uh, we're unfortunately missing our third today. Our third uh Mari is uh taking a much needed vacation. So he's not with us, but that's okay. Matt will carry the show, eh? Yeah. Oh, I think, I think both of us got it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even really drive much value anyway. Okay, so here we go. We are one week into the season, and uh, we had some early season thoughts, wanted to get them out, uh, some, some early season award predictions. Um, Raptors, three games in, one and two, you know, a little tough start, but uh, some tough games. Matt, have, how, what were your kind of thoughts on those first few games
1: there? Yeah, I mean they kept them close, right? So that's important. Yeah. Um, they've been playing some good teams too, so maybe schedule didn't do them any favors. Uh, back to back as well in Miami. Yeah, like you have, Cavs, Nets, and the Heat, who maybe outside the Celtics and the Seventy Sixers probably make up the top four or five. Yeah, Bucks too. I mean the East is good this year.
0: That's the my first takeaway is like. There are like eight solid teams in the East will be, it'll be a, a dog fight, but uh, yeah, those Cavs. they was the only one we have really against the Cavs, and those Cavs are really good. I, I'm worried about them in a, in a first round matchup, but uh, uh, yeah, those last two games, those were, those were tough. The Brooklyn game, Kevin Durant kind of just took over late and uh, that heat game. I have not been as angry at a game as I was watching that heat game for a long time for, for a variety of reasons. But uh, it was oh, so fra- Well, first of oh, all, the serious. refs were dog shit. Just simply dog. I don't call the refs dog shit very often, but they had some calls <laughs> that were just absolutely absurd. And then there was that Caleb Martin incident where they went after a rookie, Coloco, who I'm very impressed yeah. with, just announced Caleb Martin suspended mm-hmm. for a game for that incident, um, as he should be. I have no idea why Coloco was thrown <laughs> out of that game. It'll, it baffles me that he was thrown out mm-hmm. Um, but I love the Rook. I love that he stood up for himself and the boys yeah. fought back from like 25 down. It was, it was a good one. And they're playing again tomorrow night in, uh, in Miami, probably when this podcast is up, the game will already be over, but, um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I think this team is exactly where, uh, where we thought it was going to be. Do you have any thoughts on like the players? Anyone you, any, any, any disappointments, any breakouts you've seen on the rap so far?
1: Um, I mean, I think Siakam's really taking that step that we all wanted him to take. He's training hard in the off season. He's got his trainer now on the team. Um, so that's, I think a huge step in player development on the whole. Um, so that's, that's awesome to see. Cause like, obviously didn't sign too many <laughs> new people. It's more so fringe guys. So same makeup. So that's a big step. Um, Think as you were mentioning a bit before, uh OG's not really uh <laughs> not really living up to what he what he potentially can be. Like, don't think I don't know if he's got over twenty points yet, even maybe eighteen. So that's kind of rough because he might need to be that second like him or Fred. So I don't know, how about yourself? Yeah, I That's think most, most impressed and then least impressed so far. Three games. I mean, I'm most impressed with the rook, to be honest because
0: I had zero expectations with him coming in, but he is like the first guy off the bench. He was he was inserted like when I i forget who got someone fouled out or something, and, and he had to come in, and he was like the first guy. He's he's offering some real room protection. I think this kid is a steal. He's like seven feet, he's like 20 years old or something. He's he's gonna be good. But you're right. Siakam's taken a huge. I think he's taken another step. I think he'll be an All NBA guy. I just he, there's still there's just something missing with the wraps. I feel like everyone is playing one position higher than they would be on a championship team, which is what which mm-hmm. is why quietly Kawhi makes me mm-hmm. so sad. Um, but Siakam would be like an incredible number two on a on a championship team. Uh, you know, I think mm. Fred's ex- you know exactly as advertised. He's he's a distributor. He's great on defense. Mm. He's hitting his threes. Uh, you're right, though. OG, he's he's still that defensive stopper, but he's he's just he's not he's not providing that offense. He's he's I, I was I looked at the stat the other day where his drives to the lane, and he's like one for eleven driving in the lane, and a lot of them are ugly, ugly, ugly drives. So there's still something to be left um, there with him. I, I just, I think this is just who he is. I think he's just a good three and D player. I don't think he's going to take that, that next leap that people have been clamoring for, for like three years now, I feel like, but uh, I don't know. I I'm excited because the Raptors were down two position players like Otto Porter and Chris Boucher have not played yet. And I still feel like they're, you know, nine deep. So I do think that once they're back, they'll have like ten to eleven legitimate players that they can play, which I think will help them. And you know, the defense is as I advertised. I think they're they're going to be very elite in that end. But when it comes to the half court offense, I just when it when it when it's nut when it's nutting up time, half court offense with like two minutes left to go, I just feel like that's where we lack that. Uh, uh, that thing. I don't think Siak, like I think Siakam, he's averaging like two points in the fourth quarter, like over the three games, two points per game. And I just, I don't think we have that like half court alpha dog yeah. on offense. So I yeah. see a ceiling with them. Unfortunately, like I think it's the second round potentially. I don't see them beating like a Boston or a Milwaukee or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even a Philly, but, but I do think that this is a step in the right direction. I think there's going to be a lot of growth and they will be you know what? They'll be fun to watch. That's, you know, that's all you can really ask for as a fan. I think they'll be super fun to watch
1: and uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to tune in, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think also like they're probably going to keep every game competitive. So as a fan, like that's what you want to see. So I,
0: I'm, I'm excited for it. <laughs> when they were like 20, I think they were down like 28 points against the heat. And I was, I was had a couple pals over and I was like, guys I promise you this game's not over like they just do not get blown out and they and they don't they didn't they no. lost by three points and it could have been could have been uh could have gone either way I will say one more thing the the Scotty Barnes situation is not not great sprained his ankle in that game probably will be out a little bit I also haven't really seen a second year leap from him yet I don't know if you see it differently but I, I I sort of feel like he's the same so far I mean it's a small sample size but sort of he hasn't really added. I don't think anything to his game from what I've seen last year. Um, he's he's his decision making is still a little questionable. He's taking some bad shots, and I don't know. I, I'm a little I'm a little media, lukewarm on Scotty Barnes' year two uh, leap so far because that's really what we were banking on. I think for the the next level here. But what have you have you seen anything from sure. Barnes that have, has concerned you or, or what
1: anything? Um. I mean, I'd I, I have to agree with you so far. Like, yeah. and I, I know in preseason two, he was really struggling with his yeah. shot. Um, again, kind of going back to the Siakam's trainer being brought on the staff, I I thought that would really help him take the next step. And, I don't know, rookie of the year, you kind of just expect that from people. But right. I don't know. He's young. He's, what, 20, 21? Yeah, I know. We're, so, that's true. Uh, We're
0: holding him to a high standard, aren't we? Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, he's still probably averaging like sixty a game or something. It's not that.
1: Yeah, sad. like I think I think he'll be just fine. Um, and yeah, like at at worst, the Raptors probably do exactly what they did last year. At at worst, which mm-hmm. is I don't know, still pretty good, still pretty entertaining. They took one of the top teams. Uh, well, maybe not toe to toe, but. <laughs> wow.
0: Ish, Ish,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I just, I think the Raptors made a leap, but I think so many other teams also made a leap. I don't know. It'll be a really tough. It'll be a gauntlet these this year in the playoffs. I think, like the Hawks, I mean the Cavs.
1: You know, they're the big. Yeah, the Cavs. I love the Cavs. Like it looked good. Like I guess the Raptors got the dub against them, but man, like Donovan Mitchell, he's that dog. Like he. He is, you know. He's exactly what Cleveland needed. He's exactly what they needed. Look, I don't think he's got below thirty-two points yet. <laughs> he had thirty-one against the Raps, but yeah, he's been, like he's ridiculous. Been. Yeah, he's like perfect for them. Like he's that facilitator alpha that they needed. I think to kind of take their next step. So I'm super high on the cows. I I really want them to. <laughs> I really yeah, if it's him. not the Raptors. I, I like I like Mobley. I, I just like
0: all the guys on that team. Garland's yeah, like, good.
1: Yeah, Bird. Even he's kind of like a semblance of what he once was <laughs> somehow. <laughs> even yeah. just, I mean, arguably, like age-wise, he should be in the prime of his career right now. But um, That's, that is a. I think we're to look back on that trade and just it's going to be such a steal for
0: them. Like they did not give up. Like you see all these trades that you've seen in the past few years, the, the AD trade and the Gobert, even the Gobert trade this off season, like they didn't <laughs> pay even close to that price point. And, uh, no. and I think he's one of the best players. He's, he might, I can see him being a third, all NBA third team teamer this year, but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So a little bit jealous of the Cavs, but um, that's okay. We got Scotty. We've got, uh, we've got a young core ourselves. So. Another team that impressed me just coming back to the Raptors was I actually was impressed by the Nets, to be honest. I think they're, they yeah. are, they're not very big, but there are, their three guys are back. Ben Simmons still is concerning, but Kevin Durant and Kyrie look good. And, mm-hmm. you know, they beat the Raps without Joe Harris and without Seth Curry, both like two solid, yeah. you know, yeah. Of the rotation. guys. Yeah. What do you have, you, have you seen, did you watch the highlights of that game, the Nets game, or what did you think of that,
1: that one? Yeah, I mean, they also, like, the Raptors kind of started to go away with, like, I think it was about 10 to 15, I want to say they are up. Yeah. Just the third quarter. And that stuck around, and they pulled it out at the end. So, like, it was a home opener for them. Um, Yeah, the defended home court. It's just with them, like, always so high on the. Like they should have succeeded last year in theory, right? Like it just it just doesn't doesn't seem to work for whatever reason. Um, like I, I just for Steve Nash's sake, I would love to see them succeed as much as I am not a fan of either Duran or Irving. Like I'm not a fan of them at all. Wait, get but like, just for we'll Nash's sake, now. it would be. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I think the under for them this season. So like I really. I think they're one injury to like one of the three main guys away from just having a wash of a season, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And Ben Simmons looks timid as fuck. Like he won't, he, he, I think he's old for like crazy. four free throw line. Yeah. For like a whole season. But yeah. Like he's so he's head. like, he's just not even close to the player that he was at the 76ers because he was like exuding confidence. Yeah. Like, borderline all-star starter. People were like, calling him, like, few, like next Giannis. Dirt. Yeah, they were calling him with like the next Giannis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then he just took, like, a year off <laughs> for yeah. mental health. And then, you yeah, know, he's back playing. But, man. Yeah, I, I think
0: – I mean, I'm giving him a little bit of benefit of the doubt just because it has been so long and it's only three games. But from what I've seen, he's just not – he's not an aggressor he's like clearly he's trying to play like the i mean i actually do see him in a Draymond on green type role but he's not even playing that yet he's yeah. like he's not he's not being aggressive he's not being the initiator he's just kind of there
1: and yeah uh, i mean but, he's not like locking down the opposing team's best guy yet no right he's not that guy like, yet. that's kind yeah. of that's kind of his role i think on the perimeter like who else on the team is going to do it? Like, you have KD, I guess, but he's going to carry the load offensively, so I don't know.
0: But that's all they need from him. They need him to defend the best guy and they need him to initiate some Ooh. offense. But, yeah. but part of that initiation it's, means you have to be aggressive and drive to the hoop, and he just he won't even, like, look at the hoop. He, like, he won't. He's
1: so timid on the offensive end. Right. So No, it's crazy. Like, unless it's, like, fast break, he <laughs> doesn't got it. He does I not do have that I, I
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do see a version of this team though where I, they can go pretty deep in the playoffs so like if they there is a version of this the best version of this team where where they're able to go far I think you know Kevin can still go toe-to-toe with the best of them the honest and, and Tatum and those mm-hmm. guys and you know Kyrie you know you know he's a game-by-game guy but at least he's can play which is a you know change
1: of pace yeah, yeah. I, I mean we'll they, they don't have the highest like discrepancy of what could possibly happen like they have the lowest floor and the highest ceiling of, of most of the teams that are going to be competitive this year.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on to a few other teams that we've kind of jotted down as being interesting, some good, some bad. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll start with some of the bad ones. The Sixers are own three. Haven't looked that great. You know, the, the, the backcourt Harden's look good, but this version of this team, there's something not clicking Their Their transition defense is still horrible. Have you what do you what do you think about the Sixers? The worst part of them is their own three and Harden and, and Embiid both look incredible. So I don't know what's going on there.
1: Well, I mean, Harden's cooking, like he's got in the gym, like mad respect to him. Like he got shit on last year. Like they lost because of him, so to speak. Yeah. But he's he's really come back like with a vengeance and mad respect to Harden. Like I'm not the biggest fan of him either, but He's pulled it out, and like to be fair to them, like they've played the Celtics and the Bucks, like <laughs> and the Spurs. They lost yeah, the I mean, Spurs yeah. So like, yeah. I don't know how they lost. The worst them. team in the league, one of the worst teams. In the I, league. I I don't know, man. Like to be fair, yeah, the Celtics, Bucks. I don't know. It's close the whole game too for both of them. Um, they're still they got a few first faces, right? So. They're still trying to mesh together, but the Spurs when well, I don't know how to, I don't know how you lose. Well, I would say I would, Devin, Devin Vassell led Spurs. Team.
0: I mean, I'll say this. I was pretty surprised when someone picked the Spurs over. Because it's I mean, Greg Bobovich, man, he's gonna he's gonna or sorry, someone picked the Spurs under, but I was in my head, I was like, it's Greg Bobovich. I mean, there's he doesn't lose many um, games. I don't know. It's just not yeah. him. But uh, well coached, you know, they can take advantage of those of those teams. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's early. Give them a little time. But I listened I, on the Bill Simmons podcast recently. I, I heard him just give us a little sprinkle of this of this, where he was just keep an eye on Embiid. You know, stars they they uh, they like to they like to go quick. They like to move around. And uh, he was talking about how the Harden, you know, the Harden 76ers are sort of turning into the Rockets back in twenty nineteen where he's just, like, so ball-heavy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, it wouldn't right. surprise me if Embiid, you know, asked for a trade, you know, at some point, if, uh, if that keeps up. Because, you know,
1: it must, it's not a fun style of basketball to play. So, we'll keep an eye on that for sure. I mean, they got Pacers, Raptors back-to-back. Ooh. Interesting. Wizards. So, like, I guess a lot of winnable games outside the Raptors ones coming up. For them, so those yeah, are we'll those will be tough, a lot of memorable games. So we'll see after ten. I don't know. Like, I they're shocking though for sure. Um, but yeah. With with bad teams, is there anyone else who are? well I think, the- we, the of-
0: I think we have to talk about the Lakers
1: so far. Yeah, they're officially zero and
0: three as of tonight. I think um, they just. Hmm. It did not look good. Yeah, they just lost to the, the Blazers tonight. Dame hit a big three to to put him up late. Dame, by the way, sidebar, Dame looks like he's back. Dame looks like he's, you know, old Dame, yeah. which makes me very happy because yeah. um, the league, really league is better see. when, when Dame is back. Yeah. But, yeah, what do you think with the La- – what, what's your thoughts on the Lakers? They're 0-3. They haven't looked good. They're three-point shooting. It's just dog water. Jeez. What are your thoughts there?
1: Oh, man, it's it's tough to see. Like I I'm of the LeBron is my goat. Um <laughs> I mean like, I back that just because like obviously MJ like <laughs> he can make the argument all day. Yeah. But like I didn't watch him. So LeBron is, is my goat. So it pains me more than anything to see his legacy just be like tarnished like this. Like it, it's, <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> I mean, it's Yeah, but I mean he Yeah. It's so brutal, and like the whole Russell Westbrook situation is so mind-boggling. Like, as uh, like the they were up one with thirty seconds left today against the Blazers, um, eighteen seconds left on the shot clock, and Russ mm-hmm. just walks into a like eighteen footer. I, well, like, really I didn't see what? What are you doing? <laughs> like, like even the announcers are like, "What? Sorry, what?" Like, it's just. Mind-boggling to me, like he does way more harm than good, and his contract is what the sixth most expensive in the league right now. Like that's just at least. Uh, I mean, it goes it goes back to just the trading, awful. But just they're they're just a mess. And like I, the Clippers game, I think he went like over eleven shooting. Yeah, yeah. Like you hear just, his interview after the game too. Yeah, I mean, he's like backing it up. It's like <laughs> what the. It's like yeah, play like hard. I, I get it to, yeah, like I get it to the extent that like everyone just kind of <laughs> jumps on him now, like at any chance they can, and like say with going back to Ben Simmons, like that can't be good for his like mental state or confidence at all. Yeah, but just it's hard not to. <laughs> I sort of feel I like want to for him. him. Yeah, I want to root for him, but it's just yeah I'm doing shit like that. I don't know. I don't know. What do you? What are your thoughts? I, mean, I
0: agree with everything you're saying. It's definitely, definitely a sad sight in, in Lakerland. I mean, first of all, I think we have to say LeBron back to your GOAT argument. I mean, it's year 20 for him, and he looks really, really good. Like he still looks yeah. like he can be a 1A like,
1: or a 10 Like, <laughs>
0: I mean, but even like some of the some of his dunks and his three-point percentage, like he's still got it, man. He's he's like yeah. he can still be a key, like number one or number two on like a championship team. So it's, it's sad yeah. because it's, he's, I mean, I think stuff. the
1: thing with the Lakers too. Oh. Yeah. I think with the Lakers too, like they really, uh, 80 just needs to be that guy. Like LeBron's literally 38, 39 now. Like he, he is, <laughs> he is LeBron. So there's that, but AD's just like, they traded half the team away from him. like, if they just kept the squad together, like who knows what they could be now. Um, I don't, and I don't he, think AD is that guy anymore. Like, I don't, it's just been, so I don't long. think so either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so either. I like, I think it's just been enough time now that he would have proven that by now.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a tough think. scene there. I feel bad for Russ. That like he definitely gets the most scrutiny, but he's just, he's making 40 something million dollars a year and he's a negative value on that team. So it's tough. I'm pretty sure Dar- Darvin Ham today benched him late in, in Clutch and in Crunch Time. And what his, his, he had a pretty famous He had a pretty cool quote. He was like, I don't give a shit about anyone's feelings or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's three games in and there's already a lot of drama there. I think the Lakers under was an incredible pick by whoever one of our friends picked him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I feel it was bad. cool. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Um, I feel bad for LeBron, but he sort of did it to himself. I mean, he extended. His, like, he, he, they literally can't trade him, even if he wanted out this year. I mean, it's we'll see what they do with those two picks. Like I do see a world where they get like a big Charlotte package, like a Gordon Hayward and you know Terry Rozier and whoever else they can for those two picks, and you know they can put a a solid starting five together. But even then, I mean, your 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 bench guys are going to be. Pretty trash. I mean, they have Lonnie Walker, they have Pat Bev that you want Toscano Anderson, like who else these? Kendrick Nunn is not doing anything for him. Yeah. Bit of a
1: Lonnie Walker. <laughs> like Lonnie Walker, you can make the argument he's the third option on offense, which is like insane. I don't even think he was top five on the Spurs last year. Like it's yeah, no. it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: It's pretty bad. Um all right. Well, I think that's enough on the Lakers. I'm sure us the Canadian audience doesn't give a fuck about the Lakers. Well, maybe they do, yeah. everyone cares about the Lakers. Um, let's do one one more team that I've been really high on since watching them, the uh, the Pelicans. Been they've been very exciting in my eyes. Um, Zion's back. Very exciting. I've always tried to tune into their team, their games just because you know Zion is there and back to 100%. But uh, what, are you, what are you thinking about? What are your thoughts on them? So
1: much fun to watch. Um, I mean, it's, as high as I was on the Cavs in the East um, and just how exciting and how much I want to root for them, the Nug- or the Pelicans have got to be uh, that team for the West for me. Um, so much fun to watch. They made some noise in the playoffs last year. Um, I think that really put people on notice. Uh, they got a great coach, great core. Everyone seems to have bought in now. And you got Ingram, who's gotten even better. Like, he seems to have taken, like, another step. You got Zion, who's now back, back fully healthy, fully invested. You're 1A, 1B. Um, and McCollum is C- third. Yeah. But CJ as a third option. JV's perfect fit there. Herb Jones, like, defensive specialist. You got Nance Alvarado, Devontae Graham. Like, they're deep. I, I re- I'm really high on the Pelicans. I really want to see them succeed. And they have assets, they have the Lakers pick, they have swaps, they have they have a lot of
0: shit going on for them and I I could yeah, see them being a team that takes a swing for another guy too. If if someone comes up and I'm trades, where they can So are they in the inner inner circle for you in the in the, in the West now in terms of contender? Like cuz they were definitely in a second tier as we were entering the season, but but where do you have them now?
1: I could definitely see them um ending as like a top 4 in the in the West, despite it being as competitive as it is. Um, right, right behind the Utah Jazz, three 0 Utah Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> well, they lost them in OT look. I don't know how that happened. They're goaded. They're gonna have to trade their guys much earlier than they than they thought. Let's yeah. See. I mean, while we're on that, that is crazy to me. The Utah Jazz, like Lori and taking the step. Is he most improved this year? I don't know.
0: <laughs> like he might be thirty-one points
1: yeah, 31 and 12. Yeah,
0: 13. I mean, it's pick the guy who has the highest scoring increase year over year, and that's your most improved player. So, Laurie Markman, definitely in that conversation.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing with them that the Jazz that, um, is a little, little troublesome is, like, all the guys mm-hmm. that they got all have injury problems. Like, you got Sexton and Markman, who I don't know – like they've probably stayed healthy for one year in their careers collectively. Like they they both finished a lot of games. Um, it's just crazy. to me. The Utah Jazz three zero in the West, and they've played good teams too, man. Yeah. Like <laughs> the Nuggets, the Falcons, and the T Wolves. Yeah. Like Rudy Gobert, like that whole trade went down, and they <laughs> they all went down screen. Like it's crazy to me. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're. I I don't
0: I, you know I think it's early. I don't think it lasts, but it's been a fun a fun first week for the Jazz. And you touched on a lot of teams that I actually want to talk about the Nuggets, the Timberwolves specifically. But I think we'll save them for another another week, just because I want to get to some other things. I want to get to some early season award predictions. I want to get your thoughts on on you know you know some Rookie of the Year, some MVPs, where you you know get your official predictions of the weekend on the, the east and the west. Let's let's get into that a little bit. Um, maybe let's start there. We're, we're, we talk about the East a lot and those contenders who do
1: you, who do you have coming out of the East after one week? Um, I mean, I think it'd be hard to go against the Celtics at this point. They just look so good. And like this without Robert Williams, he's arguably their defensive anchor um in the key there so and i think's been out too hasn't he for has he been yeah i think i think he was out the last two games or the last yeah. the last game against the magic for sure but um they've been they've been taking uh they've been playing yeah, like, like they've won. Won. and uh yeah, <laughs> no von against indeed like <laughs> yeah and they won that's funny yeah and they've won so they're they're fine. Like once they get their guys back and at least could get them back for playoffs, like they're going to, I think, make a run. What do you think? Before the the season. Yeah. Before the season, I was, uh, I
0: was, I was a Bucs guy. I picked the Bucks in our over under er, in our conference champion draft thing. I picked them as the champ. Giannis is as advertised this year. He looks incredible, but I, I did not, I did not see the Boston Celtics actually getting better. From last year, which I think they are. I think Jason Tatum is, I think, the biggest factor in that. I think he's taken another leap. I He's actually, sure. just to jump to another award, he's actually now my MVP pick. I think he's going to be the MVP. Yes. Um, yeah. If Luca doesn't win it, I think it's going to be him. And I'm looking at the odds, and he's not even in the top five from what I'm seeing. So let's see
1: where he's at. He's plus tw- yeah plus plus 1,200 yeah, right playful. now. <laughs> A little sneaky bet. Make yeah, a money on the side. We'll have to tell Mari, <laughs> who's, who's just
0: absolutely an, an addict. Yeah. Um, but I think he's just on another level. I think the Brogdon signing has been a slam dunk for them. The Eme situation yeah. hasn't like affected them, it seems, at all.
1: At all. Yeah. It's they're just, big guys. I have to do something. Yeah. There's Just nothing. Nothing. Oh, we're good.
0: <laughs> their their wings are incredible. Their backcourt is now between Derek White, Marcus Smart, Brogdon is awesome. And then when they get Porford and Williams back, I just I don't know how you beat them. I don't. I, they have an alpha on offense. They have a great system. Their defense is like top tier. And I think they're definitely my favorites coming out of the, the East. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're also them? they're also the favorites to. In the whole league to get to the finals, they're they're plus six hundred now on a lot of these different platforms, just to make it to the finals. So that's definitely like number one in in the in the league. So I don't think these are hot takes that so we're, we're, we're spitting out, but uh, but they're takes nonetheless. So um, if you had to pick a number two, would it be the Bucks or would it be
1: another team? Oh, huh. I want to say. I mean, yeah, the Bucks don't even have Milton. They still look amazing, too, like. Brooke Lopez is back, too. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me a bit with them is I think they're the oldest team in the league, which could be viewed as a good thing with experience, but I don't know. It's a long season. Yeah. Like, their average age, is like, almost 29. It's, like, high 28, I want to say. So that's yeah. probably not the scariest thing in terms of, like, going forward and, Say a potential deep playoff run, like I know with the Celtics series, like Giannis got tired there for sure. You can't <laughs> argue against that. So um I want to say the Bucks, but I'm gonna go with the Cavs. I, I, wow. I, I, I. That can be a hot take. That can be the first hot take of the day. Um, I love that. I would love to see them take that step and like. Obviously, it's pretty injury-dependent. I think they rely a lot on their top five, the starting lineup there. They're not as deep as they were before in Mitchell, but I would love to see them. Like, they're so much fun. They're all guys you can root for. So I would love to see the Cavs up there. But I don't know. Yeah. I I completely agree as a
0: a sleeper, a dark horse, the Cavs. I think part of me thinks they're, like, a year away because I still think that they need to address that three and D type guy. Like they're, they're still playing these, like, you know, probably people who shouldn't be starting at the three <laughs> at the three. Um, I can't even like, they're so, let me just, let me just find this here. Cause I, I want to like Chetty Osmond's playing a huge role. I mean, Karis Levert, I don't think he's the answer three for them. I don't know what they're going to do with that, to be honest, but you know they're they're playing Dean Wade but like he, Dean Wade had a lot of minutes against the Raptors and I was like thank you for that um, so <laughs> I think they're a year away but I do think they're a real threat even this year in that in that East so um, yeah I
1: think Mitchell's got that dog in him he's hungry so yeah. That's a good take. Could potentially
0: work out. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing about the Bucks. Uh I, I still think they're the second best team in the East, but after that big three, and we haven't even seen Middleton back, but the, the honest Middleton holiday trio, you know, it's looking a little thinner than uh than I think years past. You know, Brooke Lopez is back, but you know, do you trust him for a full season? You know, Grayson Allen's your fifth starter. Sure he can shoot, but What else can he do, Bobby Portis? You know, Wes Matthews, and that's kind of the guys you're looking at. Pat Connaughton, like, is that a is that a is that a champion caliber eight man rotation? I don't know the answer. Is Giannis just so good that he can be the best player and doesn't really matter? I don't know, but uh, it's a little thin. It's a little thin in Milwaukee. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. I think it. I think
1: it double down on that as well. Um like they're just all getting a year older. Like Giannis is obviously the outlier because he's just the Greek freak. I mean, he's <laughs> but cool. like Drew's getting older. Yeah. Like Wilkins getting older. He seems to be injured all the time now. Um like the rest of their core again as I mentioned a little bit before, like they're just an old team. Um and a lot of these teams have a a lot of the other contenders in the East the West, like they have a better composition of age and a little bit more of a range. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'd be happy to be proven wrong. They're a good team to root for. Um, but who's to say?
0: <laughs> yeah. I think the East, other than the, again, the Celtics I think are in a tier of their own, but I think at second tier, you could have as many as like six teams in it. I think the bucks are there. I think the Hawks are there, the Cavs, the Nets, the, uh, the Raptors and the Sixers I think they're all in that second tier. I wouldn't surprise me if any of them finished second in the East this year. Um, even the heat, I forgot to mention the heat. I got to put some respect on their name, but um, yeah, it's going to be a fun year. All right. Let's move on to the West before we wrap things up. Um, talk to me about the West. Who do you have coming out? Who are your preseason guys and uh, has that changed
1: since uh, the first week is wrapped up? yeah i mean um in our over under draft i think i picked clippers with the second overall to get out of the conference yeah um, sticking with that so i'm i'm sticking with it like Kawhi's not even like he's not even playing nearly the minutes that he's capable of playing and they're doing just fine i think currently they're getting bodied by the sun so i don't know, uh, <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna age I just but yeah um they're just so deep. They have like ten to twelve deep. Like everyone was hurt last year for their team, so they really got a lot of development for the younger guys. They to the point that like they saw meaningful minutes. Like they made the plan regardless of not having their two best players really for much of the year. Like so, I I think I want to say the Clippers. You also probably got the best coach. I think in the game right now, Ty Lue. You could make the argument. Um some, some obviously disrespect. Say, some disrespect oh, to Steve Kerr. I fuck the Warriors, dude. <laughs> Fair. I yeah, so I, I wanna I wanna double down on the Clippers. They they look good, and I know we've said this every year since Kawhi left for there, but um I think they actually take the step this year. They're just so and they got John Wall. John Wall's looking so nice, it's so nice to see him playing again. Yeah, he's, he's looked good. good a while since well, i guess he played for the rockets like a, a few games handful of games last year but it's yeah. nice to see him nice to see him out and playing again um so i want to say them and then for dark horse i mean there's so many teams you can root for um in the west here like it's as we mentioned earlier it's great to see dame back i picked the under on the Blazers, so I I don't know if I love their 3 0 start, but um, it's great to see Dame back. They could always just make some noise with him. Um, you got the Pels who are talk- talked about enough already, but I am very excited about them. You got the Nuggets who you got Jamal back now, so maybe they take that step. You got MPJ and Jamal back now. Um, they beat the Warriors the other day, so. There's that. It seems like they always have their number. Um, and then you've got the T-Wolves, and I really want to see Ant take that step. Um, he's going to have so, so much opportunity to do so. Um, as much as I'm not the biggest fan of Gobert, like, it'd be great to see. <laughs> it'd be great to see them half, succeed. 19 and a half rebounds a game for Gobert so far, per game. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. think that would do something, but I mean, and then you got the Mavs, and they added Christian Wood and Who's to say how far Luka takes them? Man,
0: you are really hedged. You just picked like the top nine teams in the in the West. There, hey, can't can't go wrong there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I just there's a lot of it's it's a nice time to be an NBA fan. There's a lot of exciting young talent. Pretty yeah, hard. and there's there again an eight eight or nine deep in each conference,
0: which is super exciting. And yeah. I I don't necessarily, especially in the West, I don't necessarily see like that one team that is above and beyond the rest. Um, I think the Clippers is still still a solid pick. I haven't seen anything from them that hasn't you know changed much. The Kawhi thing does bother me a little bit, like coming off the bench to start the year. He's already not playing. I think he didn't play tonight or last night. Like he hasn't played one of the games. I don't know. It might just be like playing the long game, but there's something you'd think after that much time off, he'd be kind of ready to go. I'm going to be boring and, uh, and pick the Warriors to go back to the NBA finals.
1: (laughs) I hate, I hate how good they are and how, well that they've like developed their young core now too like they have everything still intact and i hate it (laughs) they're
0: they're just as deep.
1: yeah yeah
0: they seem to have gotten over the Draymond thing for now at least like that doesn't seem to be a factor wiggins looks like one of the best three and d guys in the league like he looks as good as ever jordan pool is still like a bucket clay thompson now is back to full strength like i Steph is still Steph. Like I don't see this team being any worse than last year. So for me, it's like, can someone just be better? And I, I can sort of see, like some dark horses for me. Like I can see the nuggets getting there. Like, I think it's going to take a while for them to, Like I don't think they'll, I think the, the nuggets to me seem like a four or five seed that are going to like hit their stride, like two thirds of the season. And be a really scary second round <laughs> opponent. Um, so I can definitely mm-hmm. see them a, a, as part of this mix. Um, the Clippers, obviously, I think the Grizzlies, when they get Jaron back, are gonna be right there. We already talked about the Pelicans, yeah. but I'm really high on them as well. If they can just figure out the defense, like I, I, you know, defense is obviously super important, and I don't think they have a great interior defense. But you know, can how far can Herb take them, and uh, and can they can they can they patch that together? Can they be league average? If the Pelicans are league average on defense. I think they can be a real contender this year as well, which I don't think is crazy to say. Um, yeah, but other than that, like I don't, I don't see the Suns this year to be honest. I, I just don't see it. I think there's too much turmoil. I think the Mavs yeah. are still a guy short. I, as good as Luka is, you know, I would he's the betting favorite for MVP. But and uh, I don't know. I, I don't think there's as many people in the West that I can see getting to the finals as the East, even though they're just as deep of a conference, but. It'll be interesting. It'll be a really, really fun NBA year. And I'm super excited um, to watch as many games as I can. Um, yeah, you know, we'll see about the Timberwolves soon. But yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's talk some rookies. I want to get your uh, your rookie of the year prediction. Um, you know, we've seen, I'll give you kind of the the uh the betting odds here uh quickly yeah. while yeah. I have um, all the
1: viewers back at home. Yeah, for all you you degenerates. Maybe you're uh, listening to this on on your way to work. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you have a lovely morning. Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) We hope you don't hate your life. Um, Goodness. Now, I had them up, but I can't find them. Uh, I know – there we go. I got them. Okay. Paolo Banquero, who has been incredible, plus 185. Keegan Murray, plus 500. Jaden Ivey, plus 500. Jabari Smith is at six, plus 650. Benedict Matherin plus 650, and then it sort of gets a little bit crazier here. Tari Eason gets plus 2,800. Shaden Sharp plus 3,300. So what have you seen so far from the
1: rookies, and who do you think is going to win rookie of the year here? Yeah, I mean, firstly, uh, it's a great rookie class. Um, There's a lot of really skilled guys that also have, like, a lot of opportunity to succeed and get a lot of quality minutes. So... First, I just want to say that. Um,
0: Christian Delaporte, rookie of the year.
1: it here. <laughs> here first. Yeah. Hot take. Hey? <laughs> hey, we'll see. No, it's okay. no, no way, no way. Yeah. Um, my rookie of the year. Just being a Canadian and wanting to see our kind uh, succeed, I'm gonna go with Benedict Mathurin. Uh, oh, man. Already, like the sky's the limit for him. Like, him and Tyrese as a backboard is absolutely disgusting. Um, Yeah. He's almost to the point that he's outplaying him. Like, he's not yet, but he's played three games. (laughs) Like, like that's – it's insane to me the confidence he already has. And, like, he's on that level. Like, he dropped 27. Yeah, 27 yesterday. Like, no problem. Like – That's that's efficient too. He's
0: like, he's not like putting up 30 shots. He's efficient ish for a rookie for sure.
1: I like all the confidence, like driving to the the hole, like dunking it, throwing it down on people, attempting to throw it, put people on a poster. Like I love it. So I want to, I want to go ahead and see him for, for me. Oh, you, what are the, what are your rookie thoughts or? Yeah, well, he's been so
0: impressive and love a good Canadian uh getting in there and and being successful. Yeah, 27-7 and two in his last game. Um great pick. I think f- in terms of like betting odds, I think that's a great, a great pick. He's probably my like second favorite to win the actual award, and he's fourth on the betting odds at, at 650. So I think it's a great pick. I do think Palo is gonna win rookie of the year. He's plus one fifty he the, a the way he's looked he's just he he's looked like he's a he's a four-year five-year oh, he is yeah. dunking he is- over dudes he is like a lead ball handler for this team already his jump shot looks smooth i mean this guy is is special i don't even know why it was a conversation for, for first overall pick but yeah he's looked great i think he'll win it, but Matherin's looked incredible. I think Jaden Ivey's looked really explosive and, and, and great so far as well for the, the Pistons. Um, and I'll say it, fucking Christian Coloco, man, he looks good. That's all I'm going to say. He's not going to win Rookie of the Year. He's plus 8,000. Um, cool. And Jalen Duran, I think, are, are both looked incredible so far. The thing with Coloco, though, he's going to contribute to a winning team. I think that's why Barnes won Rookie of the Year over Mowgli, Last year it's because he was like contributing to a playoff team. Obviously, Coloco is yeah. not the same guy. It's gonna be Paolo Benedict or Jaden Ivy. We'll see about Keegan Murray as well. But you're right, it's been an incredible rookie class. I think Shaden Sharp is like very raw, but it's looked very explosive as well. And uh yeah, yeah the the
1: influx of talent
0: has been awesome. Um mm-hmm. so we'll see yeah, like,
1: you guys are like twenty, like it's crazy.
0: Yeah, isn't it sad that like we're oh, yeah. we're substantially Post. older than these rookies now. We're not even like close to these guys.
1: Yeah, like it's not even within <laughs> like because before I could say maybe not last year too, but a few years before I'd be like, okay, like I could I could hang out with these guys. and No one. Yeah, weird. we're the same age. Yeah, yeah, like oh. we're the same age, or you're younger, sure. Yeah, but now, now it's a point that it's like literally not even close. So. Some of these guys were born in 2003. Things, definitely, yeah. Like, it's definitely something I struggle with with watching basketball now. Because most other sports, it's not as crazy of a of yeah. an age discrepancy. But NBA yeah, least, is just different. And then, yeah, with the rookies, like, they're all... Like, Paolo drops, he's, what, 20? And he drops 20, 29 in his debut. Like... <laughs> Incredible, yeah,
0: he, and he's just he just looked literally already dunking on dudes in his like second and third games in the NBA, it's yes. like insane. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I think you know, Matt, you and I, we still got a shot. We, we're in the late, late uh, career resurgence here in the NBA. Um, yeah. I know we're hitting the courts hard, so uh, you know, yeah. keep an eye out for us, but uh, we're
1: but yeah, in late, in the
0: corner, but uh. <laughs> I'm a good communicator. I can pass the ball and I can communicate like no one else. So that's, those are the skills that's I bring.
1: Mine, so.
0: All right. Well, that's it for another episode here. at Three and D's. Thanks for tuning in. Um, have a great, great day or week or morning or whatever time of day you're listening to us. Um, give us a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts If you have a few minutes and um, yeah. Tune in every week for another episode. Talking hoops with my boy, Matt, and eventually, uh, Mari, when he's back with us, um, Mari, get home safe. We love you and miss you. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs>